Ah, uh, Fish V, you're crazy. Crazy, Fish V. Switching it up this week with the guitar. Fish B also plays the bass as well as the Latin triangle. I'm confident we'll get to that later. I'm Merely Bob, a sincere thank you for pressing play. In the fishbowl night, is the Joker movie any good? Dad bods are allegedly magically cool. I'm not convinced. And in the unlikeliest of moves, the Supreme Court gets funky, 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 funky. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when you think about places that, thank you, Fishby. When you think about places that could get potentially funky, 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 you generally don't think about the Supreme Court. But it happened on the Supreme Court today, and I have that story for you. It's kind of an important American institution. I don't, I don't really care if you're into it or not. Can we all agree that the Supreme Court is a fairly important United States institution? Thank you, Fish B. See, Fish B's from another dimension, and Fish B gets it. But before we get to uh, Fish B, he's also the holder of the questions in addition to his musical responsibility, and by his, I mean her. But let's, we got to start tonight with Bernie Sanders. And Bernie Sanders made me feel like an asshole last week, made me feel like a real douchebag. Because I thought the same thing when Bernie got the stents in his heart, and then a couple days later when Bernie went into the hospital with his heart attack. I thought to myself, don't die. I like you, Bernie. But if this means you're getting out of the presidential race, thank God. Because Bernie Kratz, right now me and you got to have a chat. And I understand you might not like the tone or the tenor or the direction of where I'm going here. And you might think I'm a fool, but I want you to listen to it and I want you to consider it. Because this is the truth as I understand it. And I've been following politics for a long ass time. Since I was a teenager and I'm 44 years old. Bernie Sanders is never, ever ever, under any circumstances, going to be the president of the United States of America. He's just not. He's not going to win. He's a socialist from Vermont who literally honeymooned in what was then the USSR. I'm not kidding. You don't think the right wing would have a field day with those things? and Bernie's Green New Deal and Medicare for All, and there's just not money for all this shit right now. Free college, free everything. I love Bernie, and I love you, Bernie Kratt. I'm glad Bernie's out there. I'm glad he's in the marketplace of ideas. I'm glad he's moving Overton's window to the left. I'm, I'm thankful for all those things. But when it comes to president of the United States of America, fuck, Bernie's lucky to be a senator from Vermont. Let's call a spade a spade. Bernie's lucky to be a senator from Vermont. Like that gig is a real blessing to be Bernie. President of the United States is a rung too high on that ladder. I'm not feeling the burn. But most Americans are middle of the road. The most popular soft drink in America is always going to be Coke or Pepsi. It'll be one or the other. And Bernie Sanders is not Coke or Pepsi. He might be Orange Crush. He might be Dr. Pepper. Sure, he'll be there. He ain't going nowhere. He's Dr. Pepper. 
But is there going to be a day before 2020 where Dr. Pepper is magically more popular than Coke or Pepsi? No. No, Bernie. Democrats, I beg of you. We have to have a united front against Operation Beat Donald Trump. We have to. We have to. Team unity. That's the team we should be on. And it's sure shit not going to be Bernie. It's just not. And he has enough money. Does anyone remember the primaries last time? Bernie versus Hillary? How did that end up at the end of the day for the Democrats? How's Hillary's presidency going? Good? Is it going good? That's going fucking great, isn't it? President Hillary's doing a great job. Because Bernie has enough money to ride this thing all the way through the end, collect enough delegates, and make for another fucked up convention. And this isn't the time to have a fucked up convention. This isn't the time to beat President Trump. And I'm sorry, Bernie Kratz, but Bernie is an obstacle at this point to defeating President Trump. He is. He is. Can we just stop the show now, or are there questions? There are questions, and we're legally required to go through them? All right. Okay, great. Um, should I apologize to the Bernie Kratz fish bee? I didn't think so either. Question one! Why did you go see the Joker movie by yourself? <laughs> this, this was an odd experience. The first movie I've honestly ever attended by myself because I do have some kind of uh, anxiety disorders. So going by myself was a big thing. And going to a movie that already had all this publication and hype about the incels shooting up the theater and shit. And I'm sitting up there and I always get the same seat because you got to reserve them now at my theater. I always get the back row far left so I, I got long legs so I can, uh, there's no seat in front of me, I, I can hang them out. But I'm also sitting by myself, and now I know, like, exactly how, well, not exactly, I shouldn't say exactly, but now I better understand how Muslims felt after 9-11, when they were at the airport, after going to see the Joker movie by myself. Um, I couldn't find anyone to go with me, and I wanted to go see it, right? Global media ombudsman, I had to go. And I've read some terrible reviews of Joker, and I've also read some great ones, I'm here to tell you, don't believe the bad ones. Joker is a great movie. I was on the phone with a friend earlier and she asked me how, how what out of 10 would I give it? And I went 9.5, although I may go nine. I think on Rotten Tomatoes right now, it's at about 70, but whatever. Joaquin Phoenix is for sure gonna win an Oscar. I didn't know he lost weight too. I didn't know Joaquin also lost weight to play the Joker. I mean, that's an Oscar guarantee. You lose weight, you get the Oscar. That's the deal, ask Mahogany. And by the way, I mean, I mean, I mean <laughs> what do I mean? I meant McConaughey, but uh, it didn't quite come out of my mouth that way. But that's why I went to see the Joker movie by myself. Next question. Can you explain what's happening in Syria? No. Next question. 
All right, fine. All right, fine. Yes, you're right. Okay. Very briefly, here's what's going on in Syria. Uh, uh, Syria was one of the front lines in the war against ISIS. So we were there and probably our best ally, not only in the later stages of the war in Iraq, but also the war against ISIS was the Kurds from Kurdistan, which, uh, depending on what map you get, usually isn't there, but Kurds from Kurdistan. But the Kurds are fighting alongside us, but here's the deal on the Kurds. Turkey hates the Kurds. They hate them. Turkey considers the Kurds terrorists. So as soon as we peel back and ship home, Turkey has basically announced to the world that uh, all those Kurds over there, those aren't Kurds. Those are dead terrorists. So since there's no real such thing as a mini genocide, I believe you just go like from mass killing to genocide. Uh, this is, this, this is not good. This is not good. When did you, I know human rights aren't always the, I'm not, I'm not Pollyannish enough to believe that human rights are always the most important thing to the United States of America, although I wish more often they were, but this is bad. I mean, we're, we're going to send these people to our deaths. How will America ever have an ally going forward? That, that's what I ask you about Syria. Next! Yo, it's me, Fish B. And that is the keytar. It's Monday, Fish B writes. Why aren't we at your grandma's? That's a fair question, Fish B. We thought about going over to grandma's every Monday night. Tonight is Monday, but here's the deal. The more I thought about it, we want grandma to always be there because there's going to be days and it might not, might not be a Monday where the best chance we've got of pulling together a decent performance is by utilizing our grandma. That's what grandma's there for. She's going to live forever. She'll always be there at 93 years old with breast cancer. I probably will miss Dancing with the Stars tonight, but I'll, uh, I'll YouTube uh, Allie Brooke. Do you believe acting chief of staff Mick Mulvaney that if Trump gets impeached by the House, he'll win 45 states? Uh, no, Mick Mulvaney. I mean, this guy, I mean, he's, he's the acting, right? And before this, he was in charge of the Office of Management and Budget or something. I mean, this fucker can't count. 45 states. Let's, let's list off a few that even impeached, Trump won't win no matter what, and we'll start on the Pacific Ocean. Washington State, Trump's not winning. California, Trump's not winning. Oregon has more red than you think, so we'll give Oregon a maybe. But Trump sure as shit isn't winning Hawaii. And then let's go to New England. Is he winning Rhode Island? No. I mean, we're just going with all the states I know best. Is he going with Rhode Island? Is he going to win? No. Is Trump going to win Connecticut? No. Is he going to win New York? No. Is he going to win Jersey? No. There. Is he going to win Vermont? No. I mean, they've got Bernie Sanders. I mean, there already is more than five. So unless we've started adding states to this guy who's so good at counting, he was the former head of Office of Management and Budget. Um, yeah, that math is bad. The Supreme Court is back in session. Got a sneak peek? Oh yeah, I got. Who who wouldn't want a sneak peek of one of America's most important institutional bodies, the Supreme Court? And here's how the Supreme Court got funky today. 
The Supreme Court is the only is the only team of nine. Where, where if they lose the black guy to an illness, somehow the team gets more funky. And that's what happens when the black guy on your team is Clarence Thomas. I guarantee the notorious RBG way funkier than CT, as no one calls him, I'm guessing. That, of course, is uh, Clarence Thomas. I'm told he'll be back, but it's not like he... He speaks once every five years, so whatever, whatever, Clarence Thomas. But uh, th there are a bunch of uh, interesting cases, as there always are. As far as a death, these are the ones that uh, I'm paying particularly attention to. But there's a death penalty case out of Kansas. Kansas wants to eliminate insanity as a defense in capital crimes where someone's facing the death penalty. Apparently, Kansas really, really, really wants to kill some insane people. Do they care? I, I don't think the Supreme Court is going to come out on Team Kansas on that one. Uh, there'll also be a review of convictions by non-unanimous juries in Louisiana. I've always thought it was bad law, but Louisiana might have to fix this and not the Supreme Court. The reason it's like this in Louisiana is so Louisiana, they could have a jury of 12, put two token black guys on it back on the day, but when all the white members came back to convict somebody and the black guys didn't, they could still send them to prison on the tent, if that, if that makes sense. How is that still legal? I don't fucking know. I mean, it's 2019. Louisiana really hasn't fixed that on their own. Like, you don't have to have a unanimous jury. Remind me not to kill anyone at a truck stop in Louisiana. Isn't that where that one lady bit the camel's balls? It is, right? The truck stop? Okay. Slash petting zoo? Yeah, Louisiana. And uh, there's, as always in the Supreme Court now, there's always a bunch of LGBTQ plus cases. And uh, that's no different this term. I don't want to go through all of them. But I would like to say this. And, and may, I'm not going to be as hard on the LGBTQ plus community as I was the Bernie Kratz because I feel like I'm an ally to both team. And I've always been down with team LGBTQ plus. You've got an ally in me. If, if you want to attack somebody, like, I mean, sure, I'll take the free, free publicity. But if you go back and follow my career, Career, I'm really not the dude, but fuck it. It's up to you. But I'm just throwing this out there. And I just started thinking about today when I was writing it down. But LGBTQ plus is, and I'm not the first person to think this, everyone's thought it. Frankly, it's too long. LGBTQ, I mean, I'm all for acronyms, but your acronym can't be 19.7% of the alphabet. That's, that's too much alphabet for it. It defeats the purpose of an acronym if your acronym is 19.7% of the alphabet. Well, if we can't shorten it, then if we're doing LGBTQ+, on behalf of the minuses out there, and I'm not even sure exactly what we are other than deficient in some way, but as a minus, I'd like to be included. Sorry, that was a, a real uh, a real fall off of, uh, of, this, of the heady discussion we were having about the Supreme Court. Next question. Same category, law and order for a thousand. How should the Dallas judge respond to the criticism of hugging Amber Geiger? Yeah, this is controversial. We're talking about Judge Tammy Kemp. It was a very huggy trial. 
It was a trial full of hugs. And God forbid we actually view these people in criminal cases. Um, they're fucking human beings. No matter what they've done, no matter what, no matter what punishment you think they deserve. I mean, these people are still human beings, aren't they? Are dad bods really on the comeback? Well, let's hope so, because a couple weeks ago, when I was at my, uh, it might not even be a couple weeks, it might be a week and a half, but when I was at my uh, script writer for my mental health conditions, uh, not only did she up my Depakote, or maybe you know it as the generic Divel Proix, that's a mood stabilizer, uh, she also put me back on Seroquel for the nightmares, which is a medication at night, it knocks your ass out, but it also... In terms of gain and weight, and this summer, I did a ton of cardio. Just all cardio, because I was starting to look pregnant, but I ended up dropping 20 pounds over the course of the summer, and wow, go figure, I didn't look pregnant anymore. It's magic. But now that I've been back on the Seroquel, now that they've been changing my medications, uh, I've already gained back 10 pounds. It is what it is. I'm choosing health over vanity. If you got a problem with that, you know, you have a problem with that. A, I understand why the world's a very judgy place. Maybe that's the, the wrong decision for a single guy to make. So let's hope, let's keep our fingers crossed that dad bods really are on the comeback. Yo, global media ombudsman, give me a good documentary to watch. Oh, that's, a, that's no problem, and you don't even have to have a subscription to any service to watch this. Just go to pbsfrontline.org, and you can watch it for free, but uh, like they're back for like their 46th season or something. I don't have the number in front of me, forgive me if that's wrong. But a long-ass time, Frontline has been on. But Martin Smith, one of my favorite correspondents, he did, it ended up being like an hour and 54, 56 minutes, but it's entire thing about the crown prince of Saudi Arabia. You have to watch it. It's great. And there is, I sound like Tony the Tiger for, I should be moving cereal when I'm not, anyway. There's Isaiah's music. There's Isaiah's music. I hear it. That means we've arrived at our final question. Hooray for us. Tonight, Isaiah writes, did you hear that 20 new moons were discovered orbiting Saturn? Oh, yes, I did. And in our solar system, Moon Olympics, uh, Saturn, now the leader in the clubhouse, 82 moons compared to Jupiter's 79 moons compared to Earth's one measly moon. But uh, yeah, now there's 82 moons they've now discovered that are orbiting Saturn. And the best part is 20 of these new ones, they don't have a name, which means there's another naming contest and we have till December 6th to, to submit and to vote. And I'm just throwing them out. I mean, if there's 20 of them, I mean, I'll take the first seven. I want one named after my son, Isaiah the Tiny Player. We'll name one after Fish B, one after the show, BFB. Uh, legally, we're required to name one Bob's Fishbowl Law Offices at Hotmail.com. I would also like a Mezcal Moon, because I like Mezcal. And then 
even though it doesn't quite work, I still like the sound of it. Uh, can we name one Planet Hollywood and another one Planet Fitness? Thank you. Thank you. And now, time for the artist formerly known as Paleta Bola de Fuego. Now we simply call it the finale. There's a brand new Coke with four times the caffeine. I don't drink sugar or caffeine, but that sounds like a real rush. Madonna has hurt her knee to the point she's canceling a concert, which is, man, I got jokes about Madonna and her knees, but I'll spare you. Um, big birthday triple play. Joy Behar, Vladimir Putin, and Simon Cowell. Who do you think is the oldest of those three? Of Joy Behar, Vlad Putin, and Simon Cowell. I'll go with the youngest first. We'll go youngest. Simon Cowell, 60. Vlad the Impaler Putin is 67. Joy Behar, 77. I mean, I knew Joy was getting up there, but I didn't know she was 77 up there. Uh, my daughter, Vivi, Victor Vexelberg. She's now a certified nursing aide. Congratulations, Vivi. And our old friend, the Disney princess at uh, her place of employment. She's just been named employee of the month. And in all my years of awards, that's one I've never got. Uh, tonight, rather than having Tongaleo say goodbye, um, if anything that we talked about tonight, whether it was the Joker or medications, if anything was a trigger to you, if there's any time you're not feeling good, you're already online, you're listening to the show, uh, do me a favor, go to www.I call it NAMI, some people call it NAMI, but it's the National Alliance of Mental Illness, but their, their web address is nami.org. Any, any issues, uh, plenty of resources there for you. Uh, Till Mignana, I love you a lot, and speaking of which... I have a big appointment tomorrow with the doctor, the mental health doctor, another one. Uh, we'll see how that goes. I'll report back. Till next time, I love you. Now you can say goodnight, Tongaleo. Uh, uh, uh.